Have you been questioning your reality and feel like there's more to life than meets the eye? Or maybe you're on a spiritual journey and have so many questions? Well, we've got you covered. Join us weekly for casual conversations on how to trust your intuition and answer all of your burning questions. Welcome to Behind the Emerald Veil podcast with Allie and Mandy. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us again. We are happy to be back and we're just going to take it deep today. We're going to talk about the state of the world and how we can move through this as light workers um, without feeling all the heaviness that the world is like creating for us. Because it's so easy to fall into that trap and to collect and to feel that energy of the collective. Um, so, so how can we be high vibing? Yeah, let's high vibe through let's this. High vibe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna try and make this light and fun. <laughs> yes, as, as much as it can be. But yeah. the, I know it's um, it's definitely, it's definitely been something. Well, everybody's affected. Yes, one hundred percent. Everybody's been affected in these last couple years. Yeah. Um, with all sorts of feelings and confusion. Yeah. And just like in navigate, trying to navigate through something that nobody has navigated through. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's also like, you know, caused like relationships, like things we've never had to face in our lifetime, things that we didn't even know we could face. Mm -hmm. Um, that it's like all of a sudden you're kind of being shown this Mm -hmm. and it's man, what a, what a learning experience. Like oh, yeah. our souls wanted to come to this lifetime yeah. and they were like, I want to be on the fast track. <laughs> Let me train. learn all the lessons in right? this lifetime <laughs> totally. within two periods yeah. or two years. <laughs> we are all excelling. Yeah. Like I'm just saying, we're all part of the honor roll. Yeah. <laughs> we're on the dean's list. <laughs> right? I'm just like, look at us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's start with the purpose of all of this. So like, you know, we're just living our life, do 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 do, <laughs> and then 2020, and it's like boom. <laughs> That's what, the sound effect. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right in your face. And we all like, yeah. So, what is the like? What is the bigger purpose? There is obviously yeah. when we're when we're talking about spirituality and we're we're able to see things from a higher perspective. What is the higher perspective of what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> Tell me, Allison. Yeah, what is the perspective? <laughs> <laughs> it's everything is happening on purpose. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's one of these things. Like it's, it, and again, I think I've struggled definitely with like going into my human brain. This is where I feel like I have the the human brain, and then like your soul, um, and having this higher perspective. And you know, definitely. There is a reason for all of this to happen. This was contracted. Yeah. This was part of all of our contracts when we decided to come to Earth and live this lifetime. Yeah. Um, so, you know, part of this, the, the bigger picture of all of this is to create this mass awakening, mm-hmm. right? To create and to even even in a way it's like it's literally to shake our foundation to start making changes. Yeah. Because you're not going to make changes. We, we're not going to make changes if it's not uncomfortable. That's just human. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit there and make changes with my health 
if I'm totally comfortable. Yeah. Right? It's mm-hmm. going to be when all of a sudden something in my health starts to disrupt and give me discomfort or, or anything like that, that all of a sudden I'm like, oh, fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll do it. I'll eat that fucking salad. Stupid apple. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody told us to swear more in our podcast. <laughs> yeah. So Mandy's obviously taking that to heart. <laughs> We're just like, F I this. love your F podcast, that. but it would be so much better if you dropped a couple F bombs. <laughs> and this topic brings that up in us. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I know. Ugh. Yeah. So, like, I think, you know, there's like a part of me, it's like this this human side of me that's like, really? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, why do we have to go through this? It, and I also, just, like, I what? get frustrated. This is hard. I don't want to do this. No, I don't want to do this. I don't want to continue doing this. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's definitely those times, like, you know, I think we all thought this not, would not be continuing at yeah. this point. And it's just escalating. It's just escalating and getting more uh, intense. Yeah. And, and I, and I know, like, I'll, as my human self, like I like to say, I'm like, there'll be times that I'll be like, oh my God, like, I don't know how much more I can handle of this. Like how long, you know? And then it's like, then I switch back and I'm like looking at it and I'm like, no, you can handle anything. Like it's, it's, it's all on how you show up and how you allow the outside uh, to come in and affect you. Yeah. And what a beautiful thing for us to be able to do that. Cause so many people out there don't, can't and then this is this is who it's really affecting all of the stuff that's going on in the world right now Mm -hmm. so everything that we have gone through in the past two years and everything that's escalating right now is like we said on purpose it's a contract we all came into this lifetime knowing that we wanted to be a part of this Mm -hmm. and that we had a part to play within this so you're either playing the part of the person opposed to like say specifically what what's happening in the world like with the convoys and such right now mm-hmm. your part to play is either you're super opposed to it and you're feeding that energy or your part is to play uh that you're super with the convoy and with the um the protests and and for freedom and stuff and that is your contract to play but as light workers so if you um resonate with the term light worker your part to play and this is what we really wanted to express today is that as a light worker we are meant to hold the light mm-hmm. we are meant to hold the light and not have a side mm-hmm. whatever you you can believe something personally and have a side like you can you can support one side or the other but we're not to feed the that energy yeah. um in in a in a I don't want to say aggressive way, but in like a frantic way. Yeah. Right? And it's like coming to this place of neutrality, um, you know, that where you can come to a place where it doesn't affect you and, and you, your energy isn't being dispersed to this, this side and getting worked up into all of the noise that is happening and everything yeah. that is happening and it um, clouding you. Yeah. You know, and, and I and I know I struggle with this in the sense of, you know, as my human self, mm-hmm. I have a very strong sense of justice. And I've always had a strong sense of justice. It's been something that throughout my life, like mm-hmm. when I see something that I feel is wrong, like I'm just like, you know, like you see some dude trip an old lady across the street. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit there and I'm like, that is so wrong like how could this even happen and like and I get this really strong sense of justice uh with something and I can feel it in my body so I've struggled um 
during this time to try to keep that um, neutrality. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, but and we're, that's still, just, we're still, we're human. still human and we're still going to um, have our opinions and stuff. So it doesn't mean that if you're a light worker, if you, if you're like, oh man, well now I failed because <laughs> I wasn't, I am feeling this way. Absolutely. Yeah. You're, we're still part of this human experience. And I know for myself, I go in and out of getting completely caught up mm-hmm. and then pulling back out and being like, no, well, how I can help is yeah. I can hold my light. But I'm like, I'm constantly dealing with that going in and out of. Yeah. Well, we know? just talked about that earlier today, how um, you were asking me if I saw X, Y, and Z in the news. And I was like, you know, I actually took, a, I had to step away from, from yeah. reading and, and learning about what was going on. Because what happened yesterday um, with the announcement of like the enacting the yeah, what is it like the emergency the emergency act? act? Or something like that so in like Canada? obviously there it was a huge reaction collectively, yeah. and as an empath, I can feel that energy, that surge, that surge right? of energy. So I had mm-hmm. to step away from reading anything because I didn't want to feed into that energy and I didn't want to feel that energy. So I yeah. I like had to turn off and stop consuming that yeah. sort of stuff uh, for now. And then there's moments that because I think somebody could say is like, well, if you stick your head in the sand, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean it's not happening, right? Like that's where somebody could say like I want to stand up for this side because you know like if nobody stood up things would just happen so I know I've struggled with that mindset where sometimes I'm like oh am I am I not am I sticking my head in the sand am I not showing up and and being brave and speaking this truth or whatever truth and and Mandy and I are going to be very honest here that this is something we're not here to talk about side which side or the other side so that's no. not something you will hear from us um today because in, in the end it, it, doesn't it doesn't matter, matter. Um, what side but this is just to talk about this energy in a whole and, and how to manage what, it yeah and whatever side you're on um how to navigate through that so like I know for myself I have struggled with that sometimes thinking like Am I sticking my head in the sand? Am I just being, you know, naive or, mm-hmm. or I admire people who are taking a stand and, or and yeah. doing whatever it is, whatever side they're on, whatever they're feeling and they're expressing and, and whatever. I admire people that, mm-hmm. that can do that. But I also think that there's certain people that are contracted to do that. Mm-hmm. And there's certain people that are contracted, like I feel for us, is to hold the light and to try to keep that neutrality yeah. and the vibration of the collective. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I wouldn't say, like, when you talked about, like, uh, sticking your head in the sand. Mm-hmm. So yesterday and today, even I haven't looked at any news or whatever, I, I've i looked at the news. I haven't consumed yes. the news. So there's the difference there. Is like, yeah. knowing what's going on and reading an article or two or, or watching the press conference or whatever, but then not going down there, allowing yourself to go down the rabbit hole and looking at all the comments yes. on all these posts and re- and watching all the, the things and going to five different news channels and, and that sort of stuff. So that's when you're consuming and you're really feeding that energy and as somebody like when I picture like a light worker for example I almost picture that story of I think it was Moses who parted the Red Sea Mm, yeah I think so so and then so let's just say it's Moses (laughs) (laughs) for this story for this story this purpose his name is Moses (laughs) (laughs) so Moses walks to the beach (laughs) and he parts the Red Sea but anyways he's standing in the middle of both sides right Mm -hmm. like he's got one side of the sea and the other side of the sea uh, and he stands in the middle I almost picture him as being the light worker Mm -hmm. and he's not 
feeding the energy of one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, that energy would consume him. Like, that side of the wave or that side of the sea would, like, overtake him. Right? So even in that visual, it's like when you see the sea parting, it's like the light worker standing in the middle is kind of what's holding, holding. it together yeah. to then, ha- instead of having everything crash, crash together and create, you know... chaos chaos, yeah you know and there is still like obviously there's chaos happening but yes i also want to make sure that like if you are for or against one way whatever side you stand on as somebody who is spiritually conscious and aware uh that there's more to life than just like this human experience and what's going on in this world it is our responsibility to not feed that energy in a negative way mm-hmm. so you can still have a very strong sense of say for the convoy or for the protests mm-hmm. you can feel very strong about that and that is totally fine but how are you um how are you expressing that and when you what is the energy that you're sitting in when mm-hmm. you're expressing mm-hmm. that so if you're shooting out all of these things on your social media and the energy behind that is frantic and frustrated and angry and fueled by like frustration like don't forget that is a lower frequency energy and when you're swirling around in that energy that is what is feeding that collective energy yeah and same with the other side like if you're so against um the convoy and you just don't understand why anybody like is is protesting like are you are you also sharing all of these things on your social media and talking about it with all your friends and watching all the news and just allowing yourself to sit in that energy of frustration and anger and um, inconvenience and all of those things? Are you festering in that energy? And if the answer is yes, then how do you find your middle space mm-hmm. and to allow yourself to come out of that lower frequency? Because when we exist in those lower frequencies, regardless of what side you're on, you're attracting and manifesting that like frequency, similar things in your life. And you might be finding that life is difficult right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, you know, I feel very passionate about in the sense of like, you know, having an opinion one way or the other, you know, there is a responsibility of how you share yeah. um, your opinion. And, you know, there, there can be where you're just sharing and there's name calling, mm-hmm. um, undermining the other side or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you can get across the same message, but in a respectful way, without the name calling, without the undermining. Um, so there's like there's ways that you can show up and speak your truth of what you're thinking, mm-hmm. but in a very kind of like holistic, very coming from the heart conscious. space. Yeah, conscious space. Yeah. Instead of sharing that meme that, you know, for one, calling people sheep or sharing that meme and calling people Nazi lovers, right? There's a very big difference of adding in that little undertoned insult mm-hmm. where you could just even just speak and say from, you know, this is where I kind of feel where I'm coming from and we can do it respectfully. Um, and I think that's like one of the hard things in obviously today's world with technology mm-hmm. is this ability to share um, stuff that maybe you wouldn't say to somebody to their face. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know if, you know, I would ever go up to, and maybe some people would absolutely. Right. But I'm like, I don't know if I would ever go up and, and to somebody's face and be like, you're just a sheep. (laughs) 
Or like, I know you're a Nazi lover. You know, like, would you literally say that to somebody? Never. No. And so maybe, yes, somebody, some people would. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But I find we're like, this is kind of like we're sharing we're sharing things without even thinking about what yeah. we're sharing and what the actual words are saying and how that can affect people, you know, like um, understanding that, you know, if you share a post and you might be sharing it to, you know, this, you might be sharing it to, let's just say, you know, anti-vaxxers, for instance, the moment you question the vaccine everybody is, you're clumped as an anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Okay. And so there's this stereotype that anti-vaxxers are this certain type of person. Yeah. And, and that's, and the thing is, yeah, there is probably a group of people. There is a group of people that maybe fall within that Mm -hmm. category that we have dubbed anti-vaxxers to be in. But there's also so many different layers and colors of other people Mm -hmm. that maybe don't fall into that stereotypical thing. Yeah. That, you know, have many different other views or reasons or health issues or whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. But it's like, so if you're doing a post um, and you're thinking in your head, okay, I'm, I'm thinking about the typical anti-vaxxer, whatever it is. Like, it's so silly that it's been categorized Um, that you don't realize that maybe somebody that you love or somebody that, I don't know, that, that health-wise can't do it or whatever it is mm-hmm. would fall under that label and you've just insulted them in something that maybe you didn't even intentionally want to do yeah you know so it's again it's just being very conscious of um how you share posts and what what you're actually saying yes that's huge it's huge because everything everything has a vibration and and um affects affects everybody and everything that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're able to pull yourself out of the trenches of this experience and look at that from a bigger picture, yeah. you'll be able to move through what's coming until 2030. Totally. <laughs> right? Like a lot easier than what you've been moving through. And I'm finding like the whole purpose of like the what's happening in the world, like not just with like the convoy, but with COVID and then, you know, it is it is on purpose to crumble the systems that are yeah. no longer working for us. Mm-hmm. So, and I know that might be hard for some people to understand or to hear, um, but that was the catalyst that started all of it. And it's not going to end. Like, I mean, certain parts of it will end, but it's just going to keep rolling for the next 10 years is what like we as intuitives in the community have been hearing. I haven't actually tapped into that myself. No, me neither. Maybe I should, but um, I don't really know what's coming down the pipe, but I just know that there are things that are, that have existed in our world, in our society that are, that need to be healed. Mm-hmm. And in order for things to be built anew, they need to crumble first. Yeah. So we're going to see that in the community. They talk about that being the government, the financial system, the school system, the healthcare system. And we're already seeing seeing the cracks in we all are. of those systems. The yeah. healthcare system, the whole point of the mandates is so that we can... Um, so that we can um, protect the healthcare system. But why aren't we fixing the healthcare system instead of locking people down, right? Yeah. So there's like these questions that need to be asked and the shadows that need to be um, revealed in order for the healing to 
to start for that process to start so and again it's all been contracted in every single one of us that are here on this planet at this moment during this time agreed to come into this incarnation and play a specific role in this transition absolutely and you know like and this transition is also to you know as we've talked about before like we come into this human form with amnesia mm -hmm. we have human amnesia and um a part of this kind of like this whole kind of crumbling and this showing up the shadows and having everything it's it's also creating this like mass awakening mm -hmm. where a lot of people like they needed something like this to be able to kind of stop and in a way it's like I don't know what it is because I know when it happened to me it was just like you're walking like you know how I describe it as is like you're walking and I have this tunnel vision mm -hmm. and this is my perspective is just in this this space in front of my face yeah and and then all of a sudden it was just like my awareness became open and now it wasn't just what's in front of my face it was everything around me I could see that's beautiful yeah way to explain it yeah and so in a way it was like this veil was lifted and yes I don't I still have human amnesia in the sense of like I don't know like I know when I pass it's gonna all of a sudden be like woo all the knowledge <laughs> is gonna like hit you yeah. uh, so I obviously still have amnesia but it's like there is this part of me this inner knowing um things that are like awakening inside of me that I'm just like oh my god this is true it's activating it's activating it's activating and mm -hmm. this is what we're going to start seeing more and we have been seeing over the past two years more and more of this awakening where mm -hmm. all of a sudden people's perspectives are moving from in front of them to around them yeah and um which is going to bring us into a world of living in more alignment living with more love living with more compassion helping your neighbors instead of like ignoring them yeah uh, all that sort of community Mm -hmm. So we're all seeking community um, where we are understood and where where there's compassion, where there's love. Um, and I'm when I talk about like the 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 role that you play in in this certain you know time, like it could be a big role, and it yeah. could be like as as little as you as being yourself. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And just existing through this experience. But a bigger role, like a bigger contract, would be you know the like the prime minister and the president and all the people who are controlling um their their countries through this process the, the health big players yeah the yep. health um the what are, like the health people what are they called <laughs> <laughs> the ones that are making these mandates <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> you're asking the, the one provincial like people health people. authorities let's just authorities call them, yeah <laughs> but all through the world like there's some people that are playing big roles and they had the contract to come in and do this and so when we're looking at them and we're feeling angry and we're feeling frustrated and we just don't understand why they would do something like this it's because they're just playing out the role that they've been contracted to play out so when you mm -hmm. can look at it from that perspective you can almost have a little bit more compassion and understanding and like be able to release that hatred or that frustration or that anger uh with them well yeah and it, and even in the sense of like yeah because i know that you can get really angry right there's been a president that got people very angry um <laughs> the definitely different political um leaders have gotten people very angry and it's like their role is to incite that in us yeah because again if we're feeling comfortable if everything's all cool nothing's gonna change mm -hmm. nothing's gonna change yeah. so in a way some of this disrupts some of this stuff that we're kind of going 
what? Mm-hmm. How could they say that? Or why are they doing that? This mm-hmm. doesn't make sense. It's like, no, this has all been pre-planned to create mm-hmm. this um, upheaval yeah. to allow for things to change. Because, yeah, the moment, if we're comfortable and there's everything's running smoothly, mm-hmm. nothing's going to change. Yeah. And I was just, as you were talking, I was just thinking, I'm like, oh, my gosh, free will. So, mm, yes. <laughs> so the whole purpose of the crumbling of the systems that we're going to, that we're seeing and that we're going to be seeing over the next few years is so that um, the vibration of the planet can increase and that we can live in a, a better space and that we have more compassion for our our neighbors and all that sort of stuff. It's not so dense. It's not so dense. Um, but what happens if? through free will, the people who were supposed to play their role for the light or the people who were supposed to play their role for the shadow, what if they chose to not fulfill their contract or to fulfill their purpose? Mm -hmm. So that, um, and because I was just imagining like all of the light beings and angels and all the the, um, galactic beings that are helping our planet at the moment. So they're here helping us shift this so that they and that's why we're seeing such an awakening is because the um before before all of this came as we contracted to come down there was a call for um for light workers and star seeds and um beings to come in and and be able and be here in at this time so that we could be part of that process to ensure yes that it um worked out the way it's supposed to work out does that make sense yeah like in the sense like to ensure to hold the light to ensure to hold the vibration Mm -hmm. so that during these really hard intense times we don't collapse and crumble within ourselves Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um as a whole as as humanity yeah and the timing that i look back on the timing of my awakening the timing of your awakening Mm -hmm. and here we are sitting two years later expressing this and and teaching all we're teaching and just you know being light for others and helping people understand through this podcast like how and like supporting and yeah supporting. supporting people during this time right like, yeah I shifted so much between 2020 when this first happened I remember I was an like anxious crazy woman um <laughs> I'm like, you know, I suffer from anxiety. I've always been, I've always suffered from anxiety and it's always been like a, what if, what if, what if this was happening? That's very typical of somebody Mm -hmm. with anxiety. And I remember when this all kind of came down, um, Oh, my anxiety was through the roof. Mm -hmm. Um, there was a sense of like not being able to control, not understanding. And because I was in this headspace of fear, so much fear and, and, and I, you know, and it's funny because even during that time, it's like, and yes, I wasn't awakened yet. And yes, I wasn't like open to this, but I remember like having this, like in my mind where all of a sudden I was like, okay, you need to go in and cause you can either spiral out of control mm-hmm. and let my anxiety get to the best of me and start having panic attacks and all these things. Yeah. Or I can look at what I can control. So it was like on an instinctual level, my soul was kind of like stepping up and being like, yeah. cause I remember being like <clears throat> talking to myself and being like, it's okay. You know, we, we, we have TV, we have entertainment. If we can't leave the four walls of our house, it's fine. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Mm-hmm. We have many rooms to go to in this house. Um, you know, we have a backyard to go to. I'm like, you're blessed, Allison. You're very blessed and mm-hmm. you, you will make it, 
you will make it how you want to make it. Yeah. So I could sit there in fear or I could sit there and make the best of it. And I remember like defaulting to, to that. And cause it was like a to survival. Yeah. yeah. And defaulting to be like, you know what, I'm going to make the best of the moment that I can. Yes. Christmas didn't look the same that year. I remember being like, I could have got hung up on that mm-hmm. and been like, but Christmas is supposed to be this way yeah. and get really upset about it. Or I could look at it and be like, you know what, Allison, this is one year. That's when I was naive and being like, <laughs> one year. Oh, silly girl. Um, but it was just like, to me, I was like, gosh, there's nothing we can't get through yeah. and have a positive mindset yeah. on it, right? Yeah. And so that was before this whole awakening. I remember kind of being like, we are in control of our mindset. We are in control of how we're going to show. We can s- sit there and dwell and be like, this is stupid. I don't get to have my Christmas. My kid doesn't get to have their birthday. And I'm like, I could have dwelled and stayed in that energy. But I remember pulling out and being like, no, I'm going to make this the best I can with what I have because I can't control Mm -hmm. what's going on outside. I can only control what's going on inside of me and inside of my household. Yeah. And that was the the beginning of the the 2020 or whatever was the catalyst that kind of pushed me as well into this awakening a lot faster because mm-hmm. at the, although I had been on this journey trying to understand energy for a couple of years already, it wasn't yeah. until I um, until then that it really like things started to um, be put in my path yes on purpose so. Obviously, like, you know, I planned that before I came into this incarnation. I'm like, okay, we're going to start 2020. You're going to go to Disneyland, have fun with your family, and then shit's going to hit the fan. <laughs> when you get back. You have your last hurrah. <laughs> right? And then, um, and so we're going to place this person in your path and this person in your path, and you're going to feel called to do this, and then it's just going to be like, there you go. And that's exactly what happened. But mm-hmm. I remember also, like, the things that have changed for me since then. Like, I let go of the structure of my 9 to 5. Yep. So I remember like bawling, like fear-based crying Mm -hmm. when they announced that the schools were not going to go back after spring break. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) I think a lot of parents were. Right? I'm like, how am I supposed to work full time in this high demanding, high fast paced job where I'm commission based and, and then have the kids at home all day long for school or and and ha- and my daughter was in grade three so Ugh. you know and they're sending home youtube videos watch this youtube video and do this assignment and she's not understanding the freaking youtube video ah. so now i have to watch the youtube video and now i have to teach her how to do the assignment because she didn't you know what i mean oh my god it was so stressful it was stressful it was i so remember stressful. sitting i remember sitting because all of a sudden it was like you need to work from home and i remember sitting at my son in my son's room <laughs> on his desk because that was the only desk we had and I remember having to get him set up on a zoom call which he was like I don't want to be on a zoom call I'm so embarrassed <laughs> and so I'm like oh my god and so I was like and so he like grabbed this blanket and put it over his head I'm like really Carter I'm like are you gonna sit there and I'm like and have a blanket over your head like what is happening and it was like behind me while I was trying to work and I was just like dude like well what happened for me is I ended up working in pockets of time so no longer Mm -hmm. was I working from nine until 4 30 or 5 or whatever I couldn't but I also the guilt that came with that was was like an extra layer of stress because I'm sorry I'm not sitting in front of my computer from nine till 4 30 anymore Mm -hmm. because I have to like make lunch I have to teach my kids yeah I have to make lunch I have to work and then I have to do this you know what I mean like it was just pockets of time and I am grateful 
to have been able to let go of that structure of nine to five and the expectation that I had on myself, even though I was commission based and I, and I make my own schedule, mm-hmm. I still had that expectation because it had been programmed in my head for 17 years with the, with the bank Absolutely. that I'm at my desk working my ass off between nine and five or whatever it is. Yeah. So I had to let go of that and I had to allow myself to not feel guilty mm-hmm. about um, not being in front of my computer. But it that was a process to shed that program. Absolutely. For and it took a while to do that. And now, <laughs> now. <laughs> well, it's like, but it, that's the thing that that's where it's an example of how this happened, how it showed you that this programming, how the way it was, it shook that foundation. Yeah. And and made you realize, like, oh, okay, well, I can make it work. And you know, I think even companies mm-hmm. too at times. Like again, we shook everything up mm-hmm. that now you have companies that are like, Yeah, I guess we don't need to have everybody in the office. Like things started shifting. Yeah. Work life balance at times mm-hmm. became more uh, like a, a more of a priority. Yeah. A mental illness became more of a priority. Mental right? health. Like yeah. mental health. Um you know, like these things were being highlighted during this time yeah. that they wouldn't have been highlighted before. Yeah. Companies were doing, you know, webinars and stuff on mental health. Yeah. And it's like that should have been happening way before all of this, yeah. you know. And so it's like this is where you can see how certain parts of it were highlighted and how some of the changes made were beneficial. Yeah, and even environmentally, because we all went from doing um, in-person conferences and traveling and mm-hmm. airplanes and like consistent, you know, all that sort of stuff to being grounded and having to do it virtually. Well, I remember, what did they say? It was like dolphins in the Venice Canal or yeah, something like that. That was and beautiful. That was beautiful. And I remember that being like, this was also Mother Earth's way of being like, okay, enough's enough. Yeah. I need a break. Yeah. I need to start healing and I need to start clearing. I remember seeing the mountains around here so crisp and clear Mm -hmm. at that time because there was just no air pollution because the planes weren't flying. And it was like looking at this and kind of being like, yeah, it was just, it created something that if we just kept going, Mm -hmm. if we just kept going the way we're going, we were going to destroy our earth way faster. And And this was, this needed to happen. Yeah. And there's so many, so many things that you can think of that came out of what we've experienced in the past two years that have Mm. been positive. Um, And even still, so like as things are um, escalating in the country and across the world with the, with the convoys and stuff, Mm -hmm. I said to to Nick the other day, I'm like, I like, he was frustrated and he was feeling that like that tent, like that anger and that frustration. And I was like, listen, I said, it's okay. I said, he's just like, they're just playing their role in what is meant to happen so that we can move through this and um, build something better. Yeah. Whatever is going to happen is meant to happen. And if you, if you just allow yourself to trust that, Mm -hmm. then you can get, you can, then you don't have to exist in, in that energy of like a fear and anger. Totally. And that the people are contracted to, um, take sides, right? Because if everybody was just like, oh no, this is meant to happen and nobody was fighting their side. Yeah nothing would be crumbling, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it, you know, when you look at it that way. Yeah. So, you know, the people that are, you know, sitting there 
at the parliament buildings and taking a stand. They are contracted to do that. Because they feel it's so deep in their core, in their soul, because that is what they're they meant just, to do. That's what they were supposed yeah. to do. And same on the other side. Yeah. Um, anybody like the government or um, anybody that's opposed to that, and the, again, and they're showing up and, and speaking their view, that's what they're contracted to do. Mm-hmm. It's it The contract is to have this... Um, it's kind of like I see the both sides like you have to have them kind of like uh, erupting and and the tension building and anything like that because if we didn't have that then no change would happen no change yeah there would yeah. be no change yeah yeah <clears throat> so it's like in a way understanding what is your role yeah you know I know my role is to hold the light. I know my role is um, to kind of take that uh, back seat and bigger perspective mm-hmm. of all of it. I know that that's my role. Yes, I get caught up in certain things because I'm only human, just like you and anybody yeah. else. Um, and yeah, and that's, you know, your role might be that you are fighting for freedom. Your role might be You're- that you are fighting, um, you know, for like the other side where it's just like, no, this is what we need to do as a community. We need to come together. We need to um, be less selfish and everybody uh, do what's needed so we can all get back to normal. Like that can be, that's what your fight is. And yeah. that's what your role is in this. So as a light worker, how would you, how would you say that you, you play your role as a light worker other than not feeding the energy um, from one side or the other? Um, I think part of it is, cause again, it doesn't have to be grand. It no. can be like just your perspective, mm-hmm. you know, like I find sharing my perspective, like even like in the beginning of all of this, when I wasn't even awakened and I was, you know, having anxiety about it, I definitely took this role of kind of being like, you're in control of your mind and you make your reality. And I shared that with my sister mm-hmm. or I shared that with a friend um, or a family member where I was like, you know what, guys, all we can do is control what we're going to do. Let's, you know, I know we can find 10 things that are awful right now, but let's find 10 things that are positive. So mm-hmm. I feel like my role has always been is bringing the light even mm-hmm. before I knew that's that that's what, what I was doing. Yeah. 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 What about yourself? The same, um, and just having those conversations with people and being like, it's okay, like, it's all about your perspective and it's all about the energy that you're going to exist in. So ha- the conversations that we're having today, mm-hmm. um, but also not um, participating in um, in the negative chatter mm-hmm. when you're in a group of people, um, yeah. but also if in meditation and going into meditation, and um, this is something that we can all do, is imagine yourself going up into the universe, like into the world and seeing planet earth around, like in front of you or above or below you and sending the light from your heart yeah. to the planet and just lighting up different parts of the planet or the whole planet as a whole, um, or sending the light out into your community. Yes. I've done that a few times mm-hmm. where it's like all of a sudden I just kind of start sending my light energy, um, outwards and start kind of like covering my neighborhood and going further and going further because I truly believe that our energy and the more we can spread it it's it's even if the person's not aware you're raising the vibration you're you're mm. like giving a energetic hug in a sense yeah. um because again we need to remember we are energy 
that is our soul essence, not this body, no. not this physical being. Um, our original form is energy. So that's why when we kind of talk about, you know, spreading out your light and, and sending energy and, and love is like that is felt by everyone mm -hmm. because we all are energy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's a great practice that we can all do. It's actually a really relaxing meditation too. Totally. But don't forget to call your energy back. Yeah, bring it back. <laughs> and don't leave it out. <laughs> Send it all out and then just call it all back in. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I hope this was helpful for some people who are really struggling mm -hmm. with the energy of what's going on collectively. Uh, you know, don't forget to really watch how much you're consuming or like be very mindful of how much you're consuming, what you're consuming in the media, what type of media you're consuming, um, do energetic protection like we've talked about. And, you know, if you resonate with the term light worker, just like, just hold the, the, hold the light for people. And if you feel really passionate about one side or the other, just be mindful of the energy in which your passion exists. <laughs> Is that a good way to put it? I know. Mm -hmm. I know. It's so hard. And, you know, and I think like in the sense of be this is like, this should be practice outside of whatever's going on. Yeah. Right? We we all know we need to monitor how much we're consuming in social media and, you know, in all aspects outside of all of this. Um, you know, we also know that when we're sharing things and, you know, that, that old saying of if you have nothing nice to say, say nothing at all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like, um, you know, this is coming back to basic um basic human courtesy courtesy and connectiveness and you know like we're all humans we're all made the same and um we're all equal yeah so yeah hopefully that's um helped some perspective um I know it's <laughs> I, I was nervous coming into this talk today yeah um and I think I'll be nervous even when we when Post we it. release it just yeah. because it is a very hard topic and that's why I think it was important for Mandy and I to try to stay as neutral as possible even when speaking about this yeah. to not even um speak our views whatever it is um but just again everybody we've always had opinions everybody like from the start of time and we yeah. will continue to have um opposing opinions and it's not your job to change other people's opinions no that is something i've had to really kind of kind of flow into mm -hmm. like because at times especially when you have this broader perspective now not mm -hmm. to mean like oh i'm so much more evolved but when you do have this kind of broader perspective on something sometimes when you see somebody kind of stuck in that tunnel, tunnel vision, vision yeah i i know when i was kind of going through this awakening like all of a sudden i'd be like no like shake out of it like open your open your perspective up a bit and then i was just like i had to realize like no that's not where they're at right now yeah that's not their plan um and that's not for me to say that they need to do that mm -hmm. you know i can share my truth and and that be fine so mm -hmm. don't have to hide it um, and when they're ready, if they're ever ready, they can come and ask for help, but yeah. I'm not there to change somebody to, you know, think how I think. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is like, it's almost like if we didn't address this, we would be spiritually bypassing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it's as, uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> 
you can't spiritual bypassing is when you avoid um avoid the issue or avoid the shadow or avoid the topic to pretend that you're that it's not happening yeah and we all know that it's happening yeah. right now and it, i mean it, it's something that's huge in in the news in the world and it's affecting so many people on so many different levels like we can't just not talk about it it has to be addressed it has mm-hmm. to be um and addressed from like a, a neutral position in which i hope that we accomplished today yeah um but again we can't just bypass that it's not happening Absolutely. And you know, and one of the other things that I, I know it kind of seemed like we were wrapping it up, but now we keep I talking. Know. So sorry, we're sorry. Psych. Psych. <laughs> Just joking. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but one of the things like I know I've struggled with at times is like death. Yeah. And, you know, something that's kind of really helped me in this kind of opening up my um, perception is like when death happens, when especially when it's not of old age yeah because we all everybody knows we're good you're gonna die at some point yeah that is 100 percent guaranteed if there's anything in life life that is guaranteed is like we're gonna die at some point (laughs) um and but the thing is like it's it's something that you know like when somebody dies um before they live their whole life it's really hard to deal with hard yeah and you know one of the things that i really really helped me was if that soul, like, let's just say for myself, let's just say, you know, I don't, it's kind of like taboo to <laughs> talk about yourself dying, but like, let's just say, you know, do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say like next year I was to fall ill and I was to pass away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be very sad. That would be an article you read in the paper being like, oh my gosh, this 40 year old female with two kids and you know she was on her spiritual journey and she's passed like that's heartbreaking yeah but it's also I know if I was to pass next year due to some illness that was what my soul contracted yeah I chose that to be my exit point and you know as a soul it's like yeah, I chose to do that. And now I'm back home where it's beautiful and love. And that was always going to happen. And that was my choice and my choice to contract, to, um, teach others the lesson of of grief. grief. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like this contract that, you know, I would have had with my husband, my family, my kids that, you know what, I'm going, this is going to be my exit point. So I can help teach you the lesson of grief. Mm -hmm. And so looking at that as like, you know, because obviously it is really hard when we're when we see mass exit points totally. happening. Mm-hmm. That is that is very hard to see. But we, but looking at it from the perspective that all of those souls contracted that that is when yeah. they chose to. They're to playing leave. their role. Yes. In the co- in the collective story. Absolutely. So when this whole thing was being planned and orchestrated all the souls that are like oh yeah okay yeah 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 sure I'll take I'll take the first wave or you yeah. know what I mean like this is and I, and it's not trying to downplay be, downplay or be insensitive to it but it to mm-hmm. me I know it helped me in the sense of being like yeah like when you bring it down to that level being like no that's what they contracted that's mm-hmm. what you know my soul contracted or whatever mm-hmm. it's some I, I don't know like it could either trigger some people or it could give some peace to some people yeah um remembering that a trigger is an opportunity to go within to really dive deep as to why it bothers you yeah absolutely and and that's the thing like 
who's to say, like, if I was to lose someone really close to me, of course I'm going to be devastated. Oh, yeah. And even though I know that that was their soul's um, plan to exit at that point, and as, even as, like, you know, as aware as I am, of course I'm going to still have that human experience of total grief. Yeah. But it also could be something that would help me during that grieving. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, yeah I've, I, I found that... Um, very interesting yeah kind of concept yeah I would have to agree and I think that when you do understand the bigger picture and the contracts and the exit points it is it would make it easier to move through that grief with a a little bit more um ease I guess I mean it's obviously still going to be really difficult and hard and confusing and devastating all the all the things and you're going to feel all the things yeah you're you're meant to feel the grief absolutely there's times right now that I see a loved one going through a very difficult time and Mm -hmm. there's times that I get completely caught up in it and I'm mad at my spirit guide (laughs) I'm mad at at their guides oh yeah their guides too right so even though I'm talking to them yeah I get so angry and it's like even though I'm like talking to their spirit guide so I'm already aware that this is (laughs) and I know that this is contracted but at the same time I'll sit there and be like this is awful you need to make it change awful (laughs) and I'm like you need to help (laughs) it's like they're kind of sitting back and being like okay she's having a human tantrum (laughs) and I'm like just let me have my tantrum yeah and then I'll become you know wise and aware again (laughs) but right now I don't want to be yeah well, we, yeah, we need to experience those feelings and those emotions so that we can move through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So I actually think we are going to close off this time. Yes. <laughs> no more jinxing you. <laughs> this is it. We are coming to an end. <laughs> to make it very clear. <laughs> Anyways, we hope that you guys did find this uh, conversation helpful. And uh, if you have any questions, please let us know. We would be happy to converse with you separately if you need to but um yeah we you have a great day and a great week and a great month and a great year and a great life (laughs) okay bye so cheesy you're cheesy (laughs) okay bye